We can edit this out. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah, right? I can definitely cut exactly. this out. Yeah. And the home of the Episode 77 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers, and we got a show for you. (laughs) It's a rhetorical question. We have a show for you. Uh, I mean, we always have a show for you, unless we don't, but if we don't, then you're not going to listen to us telling you that we have a show for you, because we don't have a show for you, obviously. But we have a show for you today, and boy, howdy, what a show. It is a show that will feature an interview. I'm, I'm not going to say too much because I would like to whet your appetite, but it is going to feature an interview. It is going to feature a deck hockey-related interview with uh, a good guy, and I think you're going to enjoy it, just like I think you're going to enjoy the banter that I'm about to have with James. How are you, James? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing all right. I realize now that I kind of oversold that. I have a lot to live up to here. If no, no, uh, no, no. you know, I I need to create some enjoyable banter in order to support what I just said. I you're going to back it all up. Don't worry. We're I don't know. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of pressure. Our special guest definitely lived up to it and surpassed it, so it's worth it, folks. <laughs> oh, you're you're giving the game away, James. <laughs> I think you mean our special guest will very likely surpass it, right? Yeah, sure. Wink, wink. There's no such thing as nonlinear editing, James. <laughs> well, we were talking about the whole time continuum thing last podcast, yeah, that's so. True. It, it, it's it, it's consistent. Don't worry about it. All right, fine. I we would not it. lie to you too much. I admit it. We already recorded the interview. It's good. You're going to enjoy it. So there. Uh, all right. You've got me. You've got me. I'm so I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Anyway, how are you, James? How, how have you been since what last we spoke? I was doing better till I threw you under the bus. I'm I apologize for that. No, it's cool. It's cool. No, uh, you didn't throw me under the bus, but you're good. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. With that glowing endorsement. (laughs) I think I've just been cut from the LIQ. (laughs) No, not hardly. We miss you. I miss you guys more. Yeah, all right. Uh, No, I miss you more. No, I miss (laughs) you more. All right, enough of that. Get a room. Get a room. Or possibly a deck surface of some sort. There you go. That would be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? I think so. All right. Uh, speaking of the LIQ, James, I played hockey this past weekend, and I have an update. Or, well, let's, yeah, I have, uh, I have to revisit something here. So, as you may recall, if you have listened to recent episodes of the, the podcast here, 
you may recall that when I first used my new Star Wars mask, my Darth Vader mask, the, the report I gave is that I kind of hated it because it was unlucky and I lost all my games. So um, I played again this past weekend and I did very, very well. Not to, you know, I'm, I'm going to hurt my arm patting myself on the back here, but uh, I let, let's, let's just say the results were much better than, than the first time the, my initial usage of the mask. So I find myself in a bit of a quandary here, with a bit of a dilemma. The way I see it, either I owe the mask an apology because I berated it and called it unlucky, and now it has been proven not to be so, or I have to acknowledge that gear cannot be inherently lucky or unlucky. It is just gear and you make your own luck, and anything to the contrary is superstitious nonsense. Well, episode 13, we kind of tackled all that. So, with those being my options, Mask, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I didn't give you enough of a chance. I really, you, you, it's, I, I assumed that you were unlucky, but honestly, I didn't give you uh, proper time to really get your mojo going. I didn't give you enough of an opportunity to, to charge up that good luck. And uh, I, I jumped the gun, admittedly. You were acclimating to a completely new head and a completely new situation. And uh, I just, I, I, I didn't give you a chance. So that's on me. I apologize. You and me are now copacetic and we are going to win many games going forward. So mea culpa mask. That's very sweet of you, but uh, I'm not that much of a Star Wars buff. So is that consistent with, I know Luke didn't figure out that he was a Jedi until later in his life, but <laughs> the, the, the same thing for, for Anakin, right? He, he didn't really start training until later in his life when the Jedi is supposed to start training when he's young. Or yeah, now you're making me go into the prequels, James. Nobody no, 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 that's that. fine. Just, it, yeah. Y yes, it, technically, with the mask, so te technically, Anakin, technically Anakin did start training later than Jedi are supposed to, per Yoda, in that Star Wars... I was going to say that first Star Wars movie, but that would be sacrilege. In in that episode one, in uh, The Phantom Menace. So, okay. yes, you, you do have a, a valid point there, James. All right. All right, good. <laughs> I'm glad we got that sorted. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but enough of our nonsense, or at least we can postpone some of it, because we have a very special interview to get to, if I'm not mistaken, right? And a very special guest. Yes, sir. All right. So you know what? I think we should introduce that guest. Do you? Do you agree? agree? Do you agree do. with me, James? Yes. All right. All right. Well, then, without further ado, let us jump right into our starting lineup for this podcast. And for tonight's starting lineup in goal, as ever, I am... Number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey, and, of course, my illustrious co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi, and joining us tonight. At center, number 21, Jeremy Laws. Jeremy, welcome. We're uh, very happy to have you on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. Wait! Wait! Stop! Hold the presses! Hang on a second! Cool your jets, man, because we will get to you jeremy in a minute and we're so very happy to have you on the podcast but we will get to you in a minute 
for a very engaging conversation, sir. But first, you want to know what's going on on this particular podcast. And it just so happens that we have that very information right at our fingertips. So I'm going to throw it over to James. James, would you be so kind, sir, as to tell us what is on deck for this podcast? Yeah, wow. Boy, you're a taskmaster today. Columbus Deck Hockey Association. Special guest, Mr. Jeremy Laws of the CDHA, joins us to talk about how they do deck hockey right in Ohio. It certainly looks like the LIQ and CDHA are brothers from the same deck mother. Frozen Mask. Man, you goalies really do stick together. Only two hit the decks ago, the American Rhino opened the podcast with a reference to the Disney movie Frozen. On November 13th, NHL.com posted a story about Sharks netminder Aaron Dell's nod to the movie on the back of his mask. And Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Last year, Gary and I gave you some great alternatives to avoid the madness that has been dubbed Black Friday. This year, if you must shop on Black Friday or can take advantage of Cyber Monday, the American Rhino and I have some fine options for you on where to buy high-quality hockey gear. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Um. So, uh, right back into it, Jeremy. Thank you. We are so very happy to have you on the podcast. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's a pleasure too. A legitimate deck hockey guy too. So this is this is specific deck hockey. It's not like roller hockey or anything. It's we love what you're doing over there on uh, in in Columbus. And thank you for reaching out to us too on our Facebook page. And for accepting our invitation to be on the podcast tonight. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. We got a lot of cool stuff going on here. Uh, glad to be on the show. Thank you. Fantastic. And yeah, uh, you have an open invitation. Anytime you want to come back on, we'd love to have you back on. So, great. James, we uh, haven't even done the interview yet, and James already eager to have you back. <laughs> it, it's that's that's the beauty of deck hockey. It's it's a small, you know. It really group is. Group of, uh, of guys and gals, and and we know how each other think and and how we feel. So I'm sure. Yeah. Just from uh, our little uh, email exchange, what a, what a great guy you really are, and that this is going to go well. So, <laughs> so yeah, so just, just have a, yeah. Go ahead, Gary. No, I was I was going to say, um, well, two things. First of all, Jeremy, I, I just want to let all of you listeners know, Jeremy reached out to us via the the normal means, which we tell you about every podcast, which is uh, our Gmail, which is hitthedeck at gmail.com. And he wanted to get involved with the podcast. And we were happy, happy to have him. And uh, if you would like to do the same, please feel free to reach out to us at our email or on Twitter at hitthedeckpod or on Facebook at hitthedeck. And secondly... I just want to say, I think uh, we we didn't plan this. This is total coincidence, but I think it's really <laughs> cool that the day that this podcast drops, the Rangers are going to be playing the Blue Jackets. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> James and I, I of course, that. being big Rangers fans and uh, yep. Jeremy being from Columbus. So I, I just, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's kismet, as they say. <laughs> That, that, yeah, that works out well. So at least we're on our best behavior tonight, yeah. and uh, everybody's on good, uh, good friendly terms. So that that's good the way that works out. So good, uh, good scouting there, Gary. All right, James, please take it away. <laughs> yeah. So Jeremy, and again, thank you so much for being a guest tonight. And exactly as Gary was saying, encouraging anybody else out there from the deck world who wants to be a guest on this podcast, you're more than welcome to. And uh, Jeremy is living proof of that. But we just have about ten questions for you tonight. 
if you wouldn't mind, just for our audience out there, explaining what it's like to play deck hockey in the wonderful area of Columbus, Ohio. So for the first question, and uh, it's really amazing how similar our quote-unquote league is, the LIQ, is to your Columbus Deck Hockey Association. And we'll get into more of the uh, likes as we go along in the interview. But before we get into that, uh, when did you start the CDHA? So I actually moved to Columbus in 2013, and we already had a league going. It was very strong, and it was indoors. So our current iteration pretty much happened last year when we lost our indoor building, had to go outside. So um, I guess it's been almost 18 months now we've had our current organization and just trying to sort of grow the game, spread the word, and, and get people back in. And uh, so that's, yeah, I and mean, that's a big reason why I'm on the show today is to help people know that we're, we're here, that deck hockey is live in, in uh, Columbus, and we're actually very close to getting back indoors again. So we'll talk about that more later, but that's that's where we are right now. Awesome. Yeah, fancy stuff. We wish we were indoors over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you. So for our purposes, one of the reasons why our good friends started uh, the Facebook page for the LIQ was in order to get enough people to play and make sure we could get games together. So was right. that the same case for you? Was it necessary to create a Facebook page in order to make sure you can schedule games for Columbus uh, Deck Hockey Association? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Social media is huge just because that's where everybody is nowadays. You know, obviously... Letting people know when pickup and, and other events are happening, it, it's great. But also for other people to know that it's still going on. You know, we have a pretty good history here of, of playing, I mean, not just hockey in general, but having a deck hockey and even a roller hockey league that's really strong here as well. So uh, letting people know that it's still happening, that if you're in the area or we have a lot of transplants, you know, people move here for business or whatever else, they Google Columbus and Google street hockey, deck hockey, that kind of thing. They find us right away. And that's, you know, I have a, a, a good team of people working with me to help make sure that our you know, search engine optimization is working properly and that kind of thing so people can find us. So that's huge. Awesome. Fantastic. I yeah. Awesome. As a matter of fact, uh, you're also on Twitter at CBUS Deck Hockey. That's for everybody correct. listening out there. And uh, yep. we'll definitely get the word out for you on our Facebook page and, and links and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Sure. I saw you, you also you also have a web page. Is that that's correct? Yeah. What yeah, uh, kind of information do you put on there, and, and what's the address for that? Yeah, so that's our buddy Scott Miller. It's all his work, and he'll be embarrassed to hear his name plugged on this show. <laughs> but he put that together and said, hey, we have to have a good website that is updated, that shows what we do, what we're about. You know, some folks just want to, you know, register and get emails from us. So we have a way for people to get regular emails, letting them know what's happening. And, uh, and then we kind of, you know, have a membership that we're growing that way. So a couple of different ways to reach people and, uh, you know, to just stay connected. So that helps a lot. That's fantastic. Really well done. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Sure. Good, good work, Scott Miller. It's Miller time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to embarrass the guy since you said he was going to be embarrassed. I figure I'd, yeah. I'd do you a no, solid and try and make him as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll love that and he deserves it. All so right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott, that's what you get for all your hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, so I mean, what, these guys are as, as humble as we are, so that's great to see. What, what was exactly. the URL on that website? Yeah, it's uh, columbusdeckhockey.com, so very easy to find. Excellent. Thank you. Very cool. And uh, so are the CDHA games four-on-four four with goalies included, or does it depend on the amount of players that show up? Right. It's pretty much always four versus four plus, you know, with a goalie each. Our numbers have been really good this whole year, really, so we haven't really had an issue with that. 
And it's one of the big focuses is just being open so that people who maybe haven't been in the game for a while or are just trying it out can pop in, play, you know, get connected and that kind of thing. So it really works out well for us. But yeah, four versus four. When we had our last time we had our league, it was five versus five. And I think one of the questions was about dimensions. So right now, our outdoor league is um, our outdoor, you know, pickup situation. Uh, that deck is 110 feet by about 60 feet, give or take. So it's great for four on four. Yeah. And then we used to have an indoor deck that was very similar to like international regulation or, mm-hmm. you know, deck hockey regulation. So like 175 by 70, something like that. Okay. Um, and so that was five versus five. That was huge, you know, but also worked great for roller hockey as well. So mm. we could, you know, use you know, two different leagues and more activity happening that way. So that was great. But, you know, one step at a time, we're working back to getting kind of bigger to where we were before. So how do you we'll get there? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah, how, um, <clears throat> who maintains that deck surface that you have? Uh, how, how are you able to play there? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that is a unique thing, and I'm glad you bring that up because the city of Columbus built that years ago. I want to say 10 years ago. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's another one, too, that is more like the 170 by 75 dimensions, give or take. And right now, the Columbus Roller Hockey League, It's right now I think it's called the Central Ohio Roller Hockey Co-op, and that's Tom Townsend, it, just to plug him and his league. They play outside at Dodge Park Recreation Center here in Columbus. So we actually have two different big outdoor rinks like that. And then we play on the smaller one right now. And it's actually getting a lot of use. There are different groups. I don't know if you guys have bike polo in New York. I'm sure you do, but we have bike polo guys that play there. You <laughs> know, have, uh, it's funny. Yeah. We, um, that one of the leagues in, in the city, in Manhattan, that we interviewed somebody from one of those leagues, and he was talking about really? bike polo. We had never heard about this before, yeah. but uh, it's huge. It's I, huge. I had yeah. no idea. So this is a thing in, <laughs> in Columbus as well. That's very interesting. Yeah. They had a huge tournament here a couple of weeks ago, and I I'd kind of you know, just randomly heard about them, mm-hmm. and I popped in to see how it was going and, and met some of the people. And yeah, they had people from Chicago and all over uh, at least the Midwest show up. So it's a it's a big deal. They play three on three. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is they use the same surface. So, it, you know, the city gets a, a lot of use out of it. So sure. It's, it's great. So do you need a permit to play with all these people that are using the surface? Do you need to kind of schedule your slots? Right, right. Right now, no, we don't. But because things are getting, you know, a bit busier, mm-hmm. the city's trying to work out a reservation system so they can kind of track how much use they're getting and, I know down the road, they'd really love to have another athletic complex to sort of house this kind of activity. Because they have, you know, we have a ton of indoor soccer and indoor basketball sure. right now uh, across city services, but they would love to have one that houses the, uh, well, there's a Columbus Ice Hockey Club, mm-hmm. but they also want to, you know, take care of us, take care of the roller derby groups that are here, all these different groups that would rent, you know, a, a big facility like that if they had it. So if we can show that we're using the services they have now, we can develop from there. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic and maybe other cities have this issue too, but it's, you know, it's good to be a part of it and to be cooperative with, uh, with the city because they're very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just doing some uh, background information on Columbus and it's, it's yeah. fascinating the, the history that they have of hockey there and how passionate they are. And, and that's, that's pretty incredible too, between the, yeah. the roller hockey and, and um, roller derby and other things like that. But when you guys move back in, you're, is that guaranteed that you're going to go back to an indoor facility, do you think? or is Not that yet. That, that's really the goal, and we've been working towards that over the past year. 
we have a couple of locations that are, you know, city rec centers. So if that works out, that'd be great. You know, fingers crossed that it does. But we've had a really good turnout at our outdoor location right now. So, you know, worst case scenario, we take a few weeks off in the winter or a little bit longer than that. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, it, it's been really good. A lot of new people coming in and that's been nice. So either way, we're, we're good. But, you know, ideally, if we had an indoor place that was reliable, we could get our league. You know, our league used to have, it was a co-ed league mm-hmm. and it had, it had eight teams. So yeah. altogether, you end up having, you know, close to 100 people or so just in the deck hockey league, wow. you know. And for us, that's huge. Now, you go to Pittsburgh, you go to Philadelphia or other places, that's not a big deal. But for us, that was, you know, that was great. So if we get back to something like that, that would be perfect. For the pickup games, do you ever have to turn people away or do you just divvy up lines with however many people show up? Right, yeah. We never turn people away. When we have a lot of people, we split up into multiple teams mm-hmm. and have a mini tournament situation. Oh, awesome. Which is really the best. Yeah, it's really the best thing. It really is. And for the most part now, everybody knows to bring a white shirt and a black shirt or something like that so that you can, you know, kind of figure it out as you go. God you bless you. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're our, still working on that. Yeah. Our, I, I've, some, I shouldn't say I've because I haven't been the, the sole person pushing for this, but a few of us have really been trying to kind of implement that sort of thing, but right. there's a lot yeah. of resistance to it, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's, a, yeah. you know, as a goalie, it's a lot of, wait, are you on my team? Yes. Okay. Here you go. Right. right. <laughs> well, speak it. Yeah. No, one of our guys, Kelly, Kelly Clancer, another great shout out. He's, uh, he always plays goalie for us pretty much. And, you know, you goalies have those giant bags, so he brings some extra T-shirts. So so if you need an extra black or an extra white shirt, you go to Kelly, he's got one. You know, so that's one way that goalies can really help out. (laughs) Kelly's the uh, supplier, huh? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Do you guys have any kind of league fees, or is it just show up and play? Yeah, right now it's totally free, and that's, you know, thanks to the city of Columbus and having the availability to do that. We don't have any kind of fees or anything like that. Um, We have... uh, some good contacts that are ready to, you know, referee for us and some people that will help with officiating once we get our league going, you know. And uh, before we used to, you know, we had league fees. It was, you know, much more expensive, obviously, than, than nothing. Sure. Uh, but we hope that with the new situation, if we can get this, this worked out, uh, it'll be very affordable for each player and each team. And uh, so that'll be great. But, yeah, so we have, we have pretty good plans for that, I think, once that works out. Yeah, best of luck with that. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you kind of answered this question already, but just for the current uh, deck situation, uh, approximately how many players do you have right now? And as Gary was saying, if you needed to turn anybody away, and do you right. plan on keeping the same amount of people that you have playing in the current league, or then when you go back to co-ed, do you think it'll uh, get a little bigger? Right. Well, I, I'm pretty confident, and our team's pretty confident that once we go back indoor and say, hey, here's an actual league, here are the fees for the teams and everything else, and people know that we're you know, kind of a real deal again, that people will just come out of the woodwork. And I also think we can recruit a lot of new people too, because previously we didn't work too hard on that. And mm-hmm. um, so you know, all that combined, we should be able to grow. And you know, we want to have at least four teams and get started with that in a league. But right now, it, it, on, on any Sunday, if we have 20 people or so, you know, that's a pretty good turnout. And we have more than that that are involved all together, just kind of rotating, mm-hmm. you know, throughout. And then we had an, an event a couple weeks ago. I want to say it was October. It was mid-October. I want to say October 22nd, but it was in conjunction with the Columbus Ice Hockey Club. They had an outdoor fundraiser event, and they let us have a, a deck hockey exhibition game and a roller hockey exhibition game. 
And so for the deck game, we had over 30 people show up, you know, and that was just, they knew it was, it was an, an officiated event and it was, you know, pretty well organized. I think we, we brought it together for the most part. And uh, anyway, so it just kind of showed the level of enthusiasm we have right now and had a lot of people we hadn't seen for a while show up and it was, wow. you know, a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, we'd like to do, we don't know for sure, but we like if, if we can get our league going again to do a fantasy draft style. We just think that'd be a lot of fun. It'd help keep things kind of balanced, yeah. you know, but we'll see how it goes, you know. <laughs> that is really awesome. Very impressive. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you do your games? Is it, what, what's the, like the, the rules set up in a pickup style? You can pretty much kind of do it right. however you want. So what, right. how do you organize, what, how do you format the games that you play in this, uh, right. currently? Uh, yeah. So for pickup, we don't have too many rules. If you look at our, our recent pictures on our group, <laughs> on our page, uh, you'll see plenty of high sticking and stuff that we shouldn't be you know, having <laughs> if we had any kind of rules. But our, our normal league rules, we have that center ice, you know, center ice, blue line, red line situation that you have in deck hockey mm -hmm. where, you know, once you obtain the zone, you've got to be on side at the center line. Sure. Uh, so we, we have, you know, that and, and I'm trying to think of other things that would be weird. But right now for pickup, we don't have a ton of rules. You know, it's pretty recreational and inviting, but, you know, pretty good competition, too. So uh, and well, great exercise as well, because you're yeah, just running for two hours, you know. <laughs> so, so actually, you know that leads me to my next question. How long are your games? Yes, we try to get going right about 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. and, and try to go to noon. A lot of times we, you know, get started a little bit later. But when we have three teams. We have enough for multiple teams at once. Try to think what we did last time. We try to do about like two five minute halves, something like that. Okay. Just to get every, just everybody has enough time to run around, you know, sure, so sure, you're sure. engaged. But uh, you know, you guys kind of know there's a sort of volunteerism spirit to where you know if if my team is waiting to play, then we're keeping time and vice versa, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. You know, so that yeah, so that's really nice. There's um, I don't know if this is something that you guys have the uh, the capacity or the interest in, but for our league, I set up. Um, there's an app that I downloaded for the iPhone. I don't know if it's available okay. for Android, but it's called Seconds. It's uh, it's an uh. interval timer, but what I was able to do with it is I was able to first establish intervals, which are periods and intermissions, yep. and then I put together some sound cues with the same time, so you can add specific sound you know songs for each interval so i was able to set nice. it up so there's a whistle to start the period there's a horn at the end of the period it announces last minute of the period and i just plug it into a, a portable speaker and so we're able to keep time without having someone having to keep their eyes on a clock that's great yeah if you can share that with me uh that would be great i'd be happy to and, yeah you know they they should obviously sponsor your show because you gave them free advertising <laughs> so <laughs> yeah as a matter of fact gary even created his own scoreboard and we have a YouTube page as well. And he shows you how to do that if oh. you're interested in that, but yeah, but uh, with the software and things like that, Gary, it really makes a big difference for us too. And yeah. uh, at least, you, you know, when the last minute of play is and stuff, when you could go all out and, uh, and you know that it's coming down to the wire. So that, that makes it a little bit more exciting and you can pace yourself. The scoreboard is a work in progress. The the direct sunlight <laughs> isn't isn't so friendly to it. So yeah, we, we we work with what we can. But yeah, it's um you know deck hockey like you said the pickup thing. It's it's very much kind of do it yourself and just you know go with what you got. So it it makes it very accessible. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
yeah, you guys are ahead of us on that in that respect. Yeah, well, uh, right. You have, you have a better <laughs> right court, have, so well, yeah, yeah. Right if now I... we just have a a playlist. Well, I'll, I'll make a playlist every week, and then just get railed for choosing bad music. So <laughs> it's, it's a lose lose for me. <laughs> well, you could well like you could just borrow what the uh, Blue Jackets play or something like that. So you could blame yeah. them, okay? So we'll, yeah, there we'll, you we'll go. Like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> hey, we're always we got to stick together, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's one thing that we're kind of bummed out about is that we wish New York and Columbus were a lot closer because I want to play in your league. It sounds like a lot of yeah. fun. It no, really it is, does. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Very um, cool. Well, it's funny you mentioned like the geography in in, in the past, probably the past few weeks. I've done not really research, but just, you know, any sort of casual search on Google or even just Facebook, you can see there are tons of leagues all over the East Coast, but even in very non-traditional places like, you know, in San Francisco and LA and mm. uh, in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, it's, I went to college down there. They have a league that has an indoor place and has a ton of amenities and stuff. And it's like, wow, how is that happening there? You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, it's, you never know where hockey just kind of takes off and, and where, a deck league can be found just all over the place. It's really cool. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, a few <laughs> podcasts ago, we were defending Columbus and, and the Blue Jackets as well, because uh, as a joke, I don't remember how it came up, but uh, when, when you guys were granted the, uh, and, and you know, you're on behalf of everybody in Columbus right now. Jeremy. <laughs> you are the Columbus got... ambassador. Right. Yeah, yeah. When, when Columbus was, was granted the NHL franchise of the Blue Jackets, uh, yep. they, they was, there were reports over here on the East Coast saying, oh, it'll never catch on. It's a disaster. What are they thinking? Uh, and then okay. just, yeah, I mean, I mean, talk about being completely wrong. But looking up the Columbus Chill, that was pretty amazing, too. Just yes. from 1991 through 1999, how popular they were and what yeah. they did to promote the great sport of hockey. But you're absolutely 100% right. You don't really know how popular hockey is or deck hockey specifically. And that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast, too, yeah. is to bring us all together and have a place to go to and, and relate to. So that, that's really fascinating and amazing. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's funny how, you know, if you call it street hockey, ball hockey, deck hockey, it really has become its own sport and organization in and of itself, not just as a, a parallel to ice hockey or, or whatever else. You know what I mean? Like... People are, are great deck hockey players, and they can't even ice skate nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and that's just because of uh, how much fun and how easy it is to get into the sport, which is really cool. Amen to that. We Just uh, on that note, funny little anecdote, we had two players. We were lucky enough to get two players from the uh, USA women's ball hockey team. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the podcast uh, a few months ago. And okay. before their their big international tournament in, uh, did we ever figure out how to say that, James? Pardubica? Oh, <laughs> Pardubica. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the women on the team, she is from California. Well, they were both from California, but that's neither here nor there. She was telling us, oh, you know, I've I'd never heard it called deck hockey until mm -hmm. we came on the podcast. So it's right. it's a very yeah. interesting kind of maybe it's regional, but it's a it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, it really is, and I think uh, I think there's some sort of I don't know what the right word. There's there's a technicality to it. For example, there's a town east of Cleveland called mm -hmm. Painesville, Ohio, mm -hmm. and if you find them, they're Painesville Deck Hockey on Facebook. They're a great organization, but they have a very small deck. It's three versus three plus goalies, mm -hmm. and when we we we've been up there a couple times for tournaments, and the guy that runs that, Neil was saying like, well, this is officially deck hockey, you know, three on three. Yeah. And there are international tournaments on the three on three level as well. And I, I want to say he's connected to the folks in Quad City, Iowa, 
if you ever come across their page, they have a huge deck hockey program, hmm. also three versus three. So for some people, if you say deck hockey, that means three on three. And for other exactly. people, it's the same thing as, as street. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's interesting. Exactly. 100% right. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. that is very interesting. That, uh, thank you. Sure. So yeah, just a couple questions left and, and thank you for answering the question so well and, and really <laughs> been fantastic. Really, I'm enjoying it. I hope everybody else is as well. You've been yeah, a but, great uh, representative of Ohio deck hockey. All right. You good, certainly good have, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so great. as we, we kind of touched on before that the CDHA games are mainly played on Sunday mornings, but uh, Gary and I noticed that you set up polls for alternative nights to play on your Facebook page, such as for weeknights. And as you guys are outside now, before you go back in, hopefully, uh, yeah. do you have lights in the, uh, the the deck court that you play on or, or the deck rink, I should say, that yeah, you can play do. at night? Right. Yeah, we do. And I want to say they're on until about 11 o'clock or so at night. Wow. Um, so we haven't been able to take advantage of that yet just because of our, our schedule and stuff. But another sport that's really growing here is futsal, kind of like indoor soccer. You guys might have seen seen that. But mm-hmm. uh, And I, I know the futsal group here plays at night a lot of times. So they okay. play under those lights. But yeah, that's that's a really nice feature as well to have the, the evening light if we, if we need it, you know. Fantastic. James, we have to take a road trip to Ohio one day. <laughs> Oh, you ain't kidding, man. Yeah. You ain't yeah, kidding. Please do. We'd love to. That, that's definitely um, warming up the car right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's finish the podcast first. If you oh, don't yeah. Mind. All right. Good idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so, yeah. So, just the last question, at least the last official question. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes from there. But uh, sure. not trying to figure out how old you are or anything, Jeremy. So, if you, <laughs> if you don't want to answer this question, you have a free pass. But, do you know life without the Columbus Blue Jackets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, not quite that young. Uh, <laughs> but I actually was born outside of Toronto, Ontario, in, okay. uh, in Burlington, Ontario. So I'm sort of a transplant. I grew up in North Carolina. So most of my life I've been in a very non-hockey area. you know. And then a lot of my friends that play in, uh, in our group and help grow the game are from all over the place. You know, we have one of our good guys is from Vancouver, you know, some folks from Michigan and, uh, and lots wow. of people from the Columbus area who, you know, just got into hockey or maybe the Blue Jackets weren't their first team either, you know, but mm-hmm. we've all sort of migrated and, and got together. So, uh, yeah, it's a really interesting group of people. And it's always kind of part of the experience is to find out like, well, how did you get into hockey? You know, did you grow up ice skating or, you know, how did you get into this? So that's always really interesting too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's, that's really tried and true hockey fans and, and places to come from that, that that's amazing pretty cool exactly awesome so yeah that does it for my questions here so uh, if there's anything else you'd like to add or uh, something you'd like to plug by all means and, and again just keep us posted when when you get back indoors and anytime you want to come back on the podcast you're more than welcome to jeremy yeah great thank you hopefully in the next little while we can come back on and give an update and see how it's going with the indoor situation i know that uh we'll be trying to hopefully try to go to some tournaments in the near you know, sort of near future in the spring, possibly. We've gone to a couple of them in, in Pittsburgh. And if you guys have ever been there, looked up the Pittsburgh deck hockey world, it's pretty unreal. <laughs> Just how many yeah. facilities they have and how many tournaments they have on a regular basis. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we, we have. Uh, go we ahead, haven't, no, was, we haven't been there, but we have covered some of that stuff on the podcast and they do okay. seem to have a really thriving community. Yeah. Yeah. That That's a great example of, you know, a lot of guys there that you know, are way better than me at hockey, but they can never ice skate. You know, they just like <laughs> everyone has a deck. Yeah. Everybody has a home deck all around Pittsburgh. But yeah, so it, it's huge there. 
So we'll try to do that. Of course, if you guys ever in the area, let us know. Absolutely. And then anyone anyone listening can you know find the Columbus Deck Hockey Association on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at CBUS Deck Hockey, and then our website, ColumbusDeckHockey.com. And uh, yeah, so they can I'm sure they can comment on this episode or something if they have any questions, and they can find me there as well. Yep, and we will definitely link to all that stuff on our Facebook page. So great. If anybody's great, interested, you. you know, you can just shoot over there. Yeah, great. Thank you. Our thank, pleasure. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for coming. coming. Yeah, it was a really it was our pleasure having you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Take care. All right, and uh, good good luck to the uh, the jackets in that <laughs> game. I mean, not too much luck because you know, but uh, may the best yeah, team win. Likewise. <laughs> likewise. <laughs> right. Same. Right back at you. All right. Take appreciate care, Jeremy. It. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you so very very much, Jeremy, and good luck with the future of your league. And yes, please come back on and keep us posted. And thank you for reaching out and agreeing to be a guest on this podcast. It really, I, I thought that went really well. I do uh, too. I think that was an amazing interview and uh, with an amazing interview with a really cool dude. And like I said at the top of the interview, it was really awesome that Jeremy reached out to us and, you know, said, hey, we'd love to do something with you guys. And that. I would love to have more of that. I'd love to, you know, it, it's, uh, yes, yes, the Hit the Deck national expansion has begun. I would like to grow our deck hockey empire to encompass the entire country. Nay, the entire world, which admittedly is a bit ambitious, but you have to start somewhere, right? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So thank you, Jeremy. That was, again, awesome. Yeah, and, and you, you nailed it on the head, too. A really, really great guy, and uh, it's like, we were good friends, you know, I mean, that, that's the beauty of deck hockey, as, as Jeremy was saying, too, and, and all around the country and in this uh, this wonderful United States and obviously in Canada and other parts of the world, how popular deck hockey is in specific deck hockey and not just hockey in general. And it's all like we have that fraternity and sorority where we all stick together. And uh, it just that was a prime example there. I mean, the first time we spoke to the gentleman was tonight on this podcast and obviously he was kind enough to reach out through email and things like that but a great dude and and best of luck to you jeremy and, and looking forward to having you back on the podcast definitely so on with the podcast now uh, speaking of masks and such and uh a pretty mm -hmm. interesting thing over in san jose their goalie and his frozen mask yeah we just talked about the sharks uh was it last week week before I don't remember uh, with the reality yeah, last week. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're headed right back to San Jose. <clears throat> oh, okay. I, uh, I got this James. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Submitted for your approval. The curious case of one Aaron Dell, a young man that dreamed of playing goalie in the national hockey league, never imagining how much ice he would actually get. Forever entwined through no choice of his own with princesses and snowmen, Mr. Dell finds himself currently serving a game misconduct in the Disney Zone. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. Okay. <laughs> For legal reasons, I'm going to stop that. <laughs> I broke James again. All right, I'm I'm just I'm pushing forward. Catch up when you can, buddy. All right. So, this story is if you haven't seen it and I'm guessing you haven't. This story is about the Sharks goalie Aaron Dell, his his real name. And so, if you 
are someone like myself with a young daughter or someone like James with a young niece, then you probably know that the the Disney movie Frozen features the city or, well, kingdom, I guess it's a kingdom, of Arendelle. That's the place where the movie takes place. And so this guy, you know, lived his whole life being named Arendelle, and that's just his name. But now, since the Frozen movie was released uh, four years ago, you know, with, with the kingdom of Arendelle being the place where the movie happened and Frozen becoming the, you know, <laughs> bigger than sliced bread, you know, basically the, the largest animated movie on the planet for a while there, this guy suddenly is inexplicably linked with Frozen. And the fact that he plays goalie in an ice hockey league, in the ice hockey league, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Not only that his name, you know, is Frozen. It's, you get it. You, we have smart listeners. You get it. Obviously, I'm making the connection between ice hockey and the movie about the uh, woman who has the power to freeze things. <laughs> Princess Elsa. Queen Elsa. Queen Elsa. I'm I'm doing her a disservice. The whole the whole thing that kicks off the events of the movie spoilers are is her coronation as queen. So you know it, it's a thing. So uh, yeah, this guy Aaron Dell. In uh, I guess he adopted the if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Uh, mentality and so this year this season on his mask he actually decided to paint or well i don't know that he did it himself but to have painted the kingdom of arendelle on the back of his mask so you know because he is arendelle he's owning it and you know i give him credit <laughs> because <laughs> you know what if nothing else it's good for his own personal brand because there could be a whole generation of young female Sharks fans that are going to have him as their favorite player just because they enjoy that movie. You know what? And thank you so much for bringing up this topic, American Rhino. I'm just curious, too. I'm sure there's a really heated rivalry between the Sharks and the Ducks as it is, but is this really going <laughs> to amp it up a notch? Because you have the, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, the Disney franchise, movie and all that, and now versus frozen i mean what's gonna happen yes it is a true disney war oh boy um and that's there's gonna be like one person that's gonna get that there, there's a it's not even worth mentioning but there's a there was a book i haven't read it but there was a book that details the um attempted hostile takeover of the disney corporation in the 80s and it's called disney war so that's why i it's it, it wasn't even worth explaining let alone making the comment in the first place. So I apologize. Hey, we're a full-service podcast. Hopefully you learn something new every podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, sure. And just before we close out this topic, I, I have a, uh, a brief message that I would like to send to the Disney Corporation. <clears throat> please don't sue. Please don't sue for this musical interlude. Please don't sue. Please don't sue. I'm a fine, upstanding dude. Don't send us a desist and cease. We're a tiny pod. Our show can't afford any legal fees. 
So, you know. That was fantastic. Yeah, your mileage may vary on that. And thank you for covering our butts. I hope it works. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some boardroom in Anaheim where, where they were like, we have to take action on this podcast. How dare they? Wait. Wait, what? Oh, that's nice. Never mind. Well, as long as we're still on, uh, uh, on the air, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, Jeremy, if we uh, get cut, kicked off. But um, speaking of gear and, and things of that nature, uh, you know, you got Black Friday coming up at, at the recording of this podcast. Yeah. Pretty soon, and uh, Cyber Monday right after that. Mm-hmm. And for the hockey player on your list, if you're a player yourself, there's a lot of great options out there for you to take advantage of and uh, places to shop for high-quality hockey gear. Yes, true. True fact. Yeah, and, and Gary and I have talked about these places in the past, and we stick by them because we actually shop there uh, via online or if you could believe this, there are brick and mortar stores where you can actually go in and see the gear yourself and try stuff on and, and see what it's like and things like that. So Yeah, and we I talked, just, sorry, James, we talked a little bit about this last year around this time, mm-hmm. but it bears repeating because we always have new listeners and uh, also some of the things that we're talking about may not have been talked about last year. So, you know, let's have at, yes? Absolutely. Dig in! We should start calling you the American, uh, the American lawyer instead of the American rhino, man. This Why? is great. Please, so, I'm <laughs> speaking of sharks. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one one place that uh, we we always like and trust is called Hockeytron, mm-hmm. and uh, we we have their link up on our Facebook page. We will do it again. And uh, you can also check out if they have Black Friday specific sales and things. They've already started believe it or not, some deals. And, and Hockeytron always, every weekend, they have 80% off. And Gary, Lord knows how much stuff you've uh, picked up from there. Yeah, they, they do people. have Black Friday sales. In fact, my uh, goalie gear bag, last year I got for like $25 on uh, on Black Friday, so on Hockeytron. So that's, you know, look out for that. Because if you want a good deal on stuff, this is the time of year to, to do some extra looking. Right. And if you don't take advantage of it on Friday, you'll be able to take advantage of it over the weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, and Cyber Monday. Also, Hockey Monkey is a very popular place, and they have stores in New Jersey. Okay. Right? They, they have stores in New Jersey where you could actually go to and, and check out the gear, and it's like a heaven for hockey players. It's really big and, and a lot of selection. You'll go bananas website. for their prices. Very good. I'm- I'm sorry. Hey, it, if they use they're that, they're not man, a sponsor. You... I don't. I, just, I don't. Why don't you stop me? Why don't I know you're not in the same room with me? But you know, call, text my wife and tell her to hit me over the head or something. Like, I, there's no reason for this. I, I you're the tech savvy uh, guy. I'm not. Uh, so here it, she comes. So okay, if right. I suddenly drop Uh-oh. off, you'll know why. Okay, I see the hand up. Yeah, <laughs> delayed penalty. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jen. Uh, James says, thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, hockey monkey is another option and to keep everybody posted. If you haven't heard another website called total hockey, which I love because they brought back the Titan brand hockey sticks is now pure hockey and uh, they're online as well. And again, the three of these options you could check out on uh, through Google to see or any kind of search engine to see what kind of deals that they have and high quality stuff, you know, top quality Bauer, CCM, Easton, 
you name it, they have it. Warrior and bang, bang. from the gamut, if you need, yeah, deck hockey specific stuff or ice hockey or roller hockey, jerseys, anything, they got it and, and you won't go wrong. Uh, there's also, uh, it's not on your list, James, but there's also Ice Warehouse slash Inline Warehouse. Uh, Thank, which, yeah. yeah, sure. It's the same, you know, you can go to either side, but it's the same company, same stuff. So, well, skates are probably different, but it's basically the same stuff. So, yeah, that, that's a good place to check out as well. Yeah, and, and also thank you for that uh, excellent save as, as, as the goalie that you are, the great goalie that you are. And they even have specific goalie, like goalie monkey and things of, mm. of, of that nature too. So you, if you're just looking for goalie stuff, they have you guys taken care of too mm-hmm. for specific uh, areas on the website and, and even sites dedicated just to the, uh, the people between the pipes. So that, that's always cool as well. If you're not interested in gear or if you have enough gear and you're, and you're good, God bless. Other options for you, of course, if you're looking for your favorite NHL team's jerseys, the big news this year is that Adidas took over and there are new style hockey jerseys this year. And another cool thing, too, is if you can't afford the official jersey, and I don't blame you because I certainly can't, they have alternatives that are not as uh, durable, but, you know, for, for game quality stuff, but they're very durable for everyday wear. And they even make them so that if you have a big logo on the on your chest and things like for example the islanders or the devils they make it for the fan version of the the colors and the logos everything's all official but uh it, it's more flowable so like when you're sitting down and things it, and, and they're easily foldable and stuff as opposed to the the tackle twill tougher material that that's easier to play in but not necessarily to go to a game and root for and it, it's it's comfortable and flowing and things like that. So I thought that was a kind of nice touch that Adidas did this year. James, speaking as a goalie, you could never have enough gear. <laughs> but, Very true. Uh, that that's yeah. As my poor wife will attest to, reluctantly. Right. So one good thing though, talking of jerseys, is something that we mentioned last year, but weren't able to purchase, but now are, is if you want to get your hands on one of those Golden Knights jerseys, they're out there. Go get you some. Exactly right. Great point. And shopnhl.com is the way to go for that. And they do have a lot of great deals. I'm sure they'll have Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals. And also, if you're a Discover Card user, they hook you up there as well so that you get a little uh, added bonus to save and uh, check off all of the great hockey gear that you need to get for people on your Christmas list. Oh, and one other thing, if you are somebody like Jeremy or, you know, someone else who has a deck hockey team that you're looking to outfit sublimation Kings, which is where we got our custom hit the deck Jersey and uh, where we've gotten our liquidators jerseys. They are having a uh, pretty soon. Well, depending on when you're listening to this, but every year they have a black Friday sale, I think through the end of the month. So, and they have significant discounts on, custom gear for teams so if you are a team and you want a custom jersey or a custom gear kit for your team you know sublimationkings.com go there and they will hook you up so this is the time of year to order that stuff so uh you know keep it in mind thank you sir show show and a couple of other options too if you're looking for the younger uh hockey fan in your family and or if you just want to get some cool toys, you know, there's no age limit on that. But uh, Toys R Us, you can't go wrong with Toys R Us either going. They still have stores where you can actually go to in person or you could shop online as well. I've heard and that. yeah, and they carry and I think it's pronounced Oyo, 
they are kind of like a, a Lego looking thing, but not really Lego. Continue. Thank you. We we've seen the we've seen these at uh, Mets games and MLB games as they have little figures. And the thing I love about it is uh, they have little fields too. But the cool thing is they now have NHL play sets. So they have mm-hmm. a little rink and they have the little players with the official sponsored uniforms of the NHL teams and stuff. I think I've even seen a set with a Zamboni. So uh, and I, they have like uh, don't they have kind of like um, I'm flicking my finger back and forth as if you'll be able to see that and. Like uh, a rad hockey. Don't they have some kind of rod hockey type setup? Not exactly that, but something similar, uh, you know, tabletop hockey thing that you can play with those figures? I know Playmobil definitely has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Oyo necessarily does, but it looks like they probably do. But uh, at, at least from what I could tell is, and you could go check out ToysRUs.com right now, as a matter of fact, to, to look it up if you're near your computer. But they do have rinks and little players, so I'd imagine that you could probably have interaction things like the Playmobil setup has for their NHL games and um, figures. And you can get your favorite team's uniform players. So, you know, that's uh, if you're if you're a Blue Jackets fan or if you're a Rangers fan or if you're a fan of any of the other NHL teams, then you can go get, you know, players with those jerseys and gear sets and, uh, you know, you can play with those you're, you can keep it uh, loyal and, and keep it true to your your team. So exactly right, exactly right. So now all 31 teams now. So mm-hmm. as Gary mentioned, that the uh, Vegas Golden Knights are in there as well. And yes, speaking of rod hockey, they have rod hockey sets. They even have air hockey tables, depending hey, rod on hockey. How you doing? Yep, a good old rod hockey, a friend of the show, <laughs> yes. of the podcast. Um, and uh, they have various air hockey tables mm-hmm. from. Really basic to quality that exceeds my paycheck by a lot. <laughs> so that that's uh, other options for you. They also have deck hockey specific stuff and and gear and even uh, indoor games you can play and, and and things of that nature. So ToysRUs.com, you can check them out. Shop.NHL.com, HockeyTron, Hockey Monkey, mm-hmm. and Pure Hockey, and of course Ice Warehouse as well are all great options to check out and uh, Sublimation Kings as well. Yeah, all right. One more thing, if you're shopping on Amazon, because Amazon basically runs the world, <laughs> and they're putting a lot of stores out of business, speaking of uh, brick and mortar that don't exist anymore, but if you do happen to be on Amazon and they have what you want, and be careful because they're pretty sneaky with their prices sometimes, a cool thing that they do is called smile.amazon.com, and for the specifically for the Herb Brooks Foundation, for this Christmas, if you're shopping on Amazon, please go to smile.amazon.com and they have a list of uh, various charities you can donate of your choice. And every time that you buy through Amazon, they'll donate, I don't know, uh, X amount to that charity. So one great way to do that is through the Herb Brooks Foundation. And of course, the legendary coach that we lost way too early would be a nice option for that. Coach of the 1980. Olympic men's team, U.S. men's team that, uh, you know, coach of the Miracle on Ice team. Uh, I hope that goes without saying, but yeah, for any new listener out there. Just in case. Okay, okay, all right. (laughs) Speaking of getting uh, touchy and whatever. Not actually Kurt Russell, although I understand why you might be confused. Last minute remaining in the podcast. 
All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Hit the Deck. We got one more in the can. Yeah, baby. I know. I'm not like Austin Powers. I don't know why I decided, or, or Chris Jericho. I don't know why I decided to make baby a thing, but, you know, here we are. Anyway, I don't know. What's wrong with me? So thank you, Pops, for being the voice of the podcast. Thank you to Anthony Sajazi for music contributed to the podcast. Thank you to the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you. A huge thank you to Mr. Jeremy Laws of the Columbus Deck Hockey Association for being a guest on the podcast and making it so much better and, you know, contributing everything that uh, you did to this particular show and, uh, you know, just your your support generally of Hit the Deck. We really appreciate it. You're a great guy, and we hope that this appearance on the podcast can in some way return the favor and, and help you guys out as well. If you would like more information about the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, we, as we mentioned earlier, have links to that on our Facebook page. You can just go and check us out on Facebook. We're at Hit the Deck. Uh, as we are on Instagram, if you'd like to contact us, we can be reached on Twitter at HitTheDeckPod, and you can email us at HitTheDeck at gmail.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel where we post every podcast, and we have lots of cool features that are independent of the podcast, how-to stuff, and play-by-play -play videos of deck hockey and uh, some other stuff. So, please feel free to check that out and subscribe while you're there. Every subscription helps us make the podcast that much better. So if you would please do us a solid, subscribe to our YouTube channel and also subscribe to this very podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, which was iTunes but now isn't for some reason, whether that is Stitcher, check out the Podbean app if you have access to that. The Podbean app, I know I'm shilling for Podbean now, but honestly... Truly, this is the only way I listen to the podcast now. It's uh, they, It has a bunch of cool features that you can use to enhance your podcast experience. So you can also download and subscribe to the podcast on there and, uh, you know, at least give it a shot because it. I think it's worth your time. I know James has used it as well. So check that out. Um, I've just gone into brain lock. James, is there anything that I've forgotten to mention? No, I don't think so. But just in case you don't catch next week's scrimmage, because next week at the recording of this podcast will be Thanksgiving, and we'll do a special tribute to that wonderful holiday. But uh, if you don't listen to that, which I hope you do, just in case, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And thanks for listening. And thank you so much, Jeremy, for joining us tonight on this podcast. Good call, James. I would have forgotten to mention that. So uh, that being said, I want to tell you, as I always do remind you, whether you are playing deck hockey in New York or Ohio or anywhere in between or outside, or uh, whether you find yourself intertwined with Disney through no choice of your own, or whether you're just finding yourself wrestling for that last great deal on Black Friday, I will urge you always to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Uh, first of all, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What was I going to say? I I'm, I interrupted James to forget my... <laughs> I'm sorry, James. You should see us play. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, okay. I have it. I have it. Ha-ha.